0: Welcome to What's the Deal, our investment banking podcast on Making Sense, the hub for JP Morgan corporate and investment bank podcasts. In each episode of What's the Deal, we'll explore the trends that are driving deal making and transforming industries today.
1: Hello, and welcome to What's the Deal. I'm your host today, Kathleen Darling from JP Morgan's Debt Capital Markets team. I'm thrilled to be joined by Brian Tramatozzi head of North American Leverage Finance Capital Markets to explore the latest trends we are seeing to date in the leveraged loan market. So let's jump in. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Before we dig in, Brian, give us a high-level background of how long you've been at J.P. Morgan and your roles within debt capital markets.
2: Sure. I joined Chemical Securities as an investment banking analyst in 1994 after graduating from Georgetown. I was placed in their newly formed high-yield finance group at a time when they'd only led one lead-left bond deal. $75 million secured notes offering for a company called Bayou Steel. I moved to the Capital Markets desk in 1998, and while I did a two-year stint in restructuring in the late 2000s, I've been there ever since. And so while I've worked for Chemical, Chase, and J.P. Morgan, my phone number hasn't changed in 29 years.
1: Fantastic. Being halfway through 2023, how has the leveraged loan market performed in comparison to 2022?
2: We have seen 109 billion of term loan B borrowing so far in 2023 versus 160 billion this time in 2022. Part of the strong start to 22 was influenced by M&A activity that was signed up in 2021. As we continued through the first half of 22, conditions became more challenged, particularly with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, rising rates, and diminishing economic conditions, which resulted in limited market activity as borrowers chose to remain on the sidelines. By comparison, for the first 6 months of 23, we've held a steady pace of borrowing activity. So while year-to-date institutional term loan borrowing levels are lower than they were last year at this time, at the current rate that borrowers are coming to market, we'd expect volumes to surpass 2022 levels by year-end. As far as pricing, average loan price performance during 2022 started strong but deteriorated throughout the year. The index average price at the beginning of 2022 was 985 By this time last year, the average loan price declined almost 4 points to 94.5 and hit a low of 92 in July. Prices finished the year at 92.8, and so far this year, average loan prices have increased just over a point to 93.91 today. As for supply dynamics, by this time last year, borrowing activity was predominantly M&A-driven, with 57% of activity. This year, M&A comprised only 15% of borrowings, while refinancing makes up 72% of activity.
1: You mentioned refinancing is making up the lion's share of borrowings. In the leveraged loan market alone, there's approximately 600 billion of maturities coming due from now until 2026. For companies with upcoming maturities, how should they be thinking about coming to market, especially as there continues to be volatility driven by macro events?
2: So only about half the maturities you reference occur within the next two and a half years, approximately 300 billion through 2025. That is what we see as the immediate addressable market although some borrowing activity this year has been to address 2026 maturities as well. Our views on the urgency to refinance differ client-by-client based on their liquidity profile, ratings, risk tolerance, and more. Generally, we see conditions today as favorable, and the unknowns related to the economic outlook and geopolitical risk are serving as a catalyst for many borrowers to go to the market now.
1: And going off of that, What would you say to companies then that are thinking of waiting for potential rate cuts at the back half of this year into next?
2: The forward SOFR and Treasury curves demonstrate the market is anticipating declining interest rates as we move into the second half of the year. That decline very well could result from economic stress and central bank stimulus. If we are in a recessionary environment later this year, we would anticipate spread widening across all loan ratings categories. Achieving tighter spreads today, coupled with lower SOFR rates, In the future, will potentially give our borrowers a better all-in rate versus waiting.
1: So far, we've spoken at length about the fundamentals that are driving the loan market, but there's also the technical component. How has the latter impacted the leveraged loan market in 2023?
2: We talk about market technicals. What we're referring to is supply and demand. One of the overhangs in 2022 was an elevated M&A calendar in the face of weaker market performance. Most of that M&A calendar has now cleared out, such that 2022 peak m and calendar of $110 billion is now only $50 billion, inclusive of loans and bonds. This is part of the reason why so much of 2023 calendar has been refinancing-oriented. What we see as strange to technicals today for lenders is as follows. First, loan mutual funds experienced healthy inflows in 2021 and the beginning of 2022 due to rising interest rates. As interest rates start to fall, we could expect to see some capital to leave mutual funds. Second, CLOs make up about two thirds of the 1.5 trillion institutional term loan market. CLOs have fixed maturities and reinvestment periods. Right now, between 20 and 25% of CLOs are past their reinvestment horizons. That increases to about 40% by year end. As such, loans with a concentration with older CLOs will find it challenging to extend those maturities and will require new lenders to backfill non-extending CLO lenders. This could weigh on new borrowing, and refinancing activity as we proceed through the remainder of this year and into next.
1: Brian, this was a very comprehensive overview of the leveraged loan market to date. Thank you for joining us.
2: It was a thrill being here.
1: And thanks to our listeners for joining. You can tune in tomorrow, Thursday, June 1st, to hear our update on the high-yield market to date.
0: Thanks for listening to What's the Deal? If you've enjoyed this conversation, we hope you'll review, rate, and subscribe to JP Morgan's Making Sense to stay on top of the latest industry news and trends. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. To stay ahead of the curve, sign up for J.P. Morgan's In Context newsletter, packed full of market views and expert insights delivered straight to you. To subscribe, just visit jpmorgan.com forward slash in hyphen context. This material was prepared by the Investment Banking Group of J.P. Morgan Securities, LLC, and not the firm's research department. It is for informational purposes only and is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase, sale, or tender of any financial instrument.